What is up, beautiful people? And welcome back to another episode of Mother Knows Best. Oh, child, let me tell you, it's been a week, honey. So we're actually going to take a pause on the previous story. And the reason for that is these last two stories have been very, very heavy. A lot more heavier than I anticipated them to be. But, you know, such is life, right? Excuse me. So part of this entire thing is sharing my stories, but it's also a secondary form of therapy. I have a therapist. I meet with her every Wednesday. Hey, Marley girl, how you doing? Uh, But her and I meet every Wednesday. And this podcast is kind of just the additional, right? It's me reflecting and looking back, which is the title of this chair lovely episode, The House of Mirrors, because... You know, I'll just start from the beginning, okay? So over the last two weeks, we're telling these two stories and remembering, you know, all of that crap, remembering all the bullshit that I've been through. What kind of happened was I opened up a door that has not been explored yet in therapy. And part of the reason for that was when I originally set out on this journey, I was under the impression that my depression started after all of this, after these two jobs and, you know, after all of that had unfolded. (laughs) Newsflash, (laughs) not so much, right? So now I had to take a step back because retelling those stories brought up issues with my body and body positivity, realizing that I still have a scar from that job that I don't know how long I'll carry with me, you know, the insomnia that I mentioned about being up late nights and looking at reports and stuff like that. Like I still to this day am up most days till 2, 3 a.m. Not necessarily looking for work or expecting something, but it's just programmed for me to be up to that hour just in case there's something I need to do or I forgot to do something. I've left CPS and all of that in 2017, and I'm still dealing with it, right? So all of that being unearthed, the uh, issues with, you know, being broke and moving to Chicago, like all of that stuff, like I kind of just shoveled off to the side because I'm like, oh, you know, I dealt with it. I got through it, but that's not where the depression started. It didn't necessarily start in the beginning when we moved to Chicago, but all of it aided into it. So opening all of those old doors and re-exploring those stories and going into that time capsule of my mind, again, brought a lot of stuff forward. So what it reminded me to do, and thanks to my therapist talking with her yesterday, it reminded me that we really need to reflect and not just reflect on the good times, reflect on the bad and everything in between. Additionally, Sometimes that reflection has to come from a place of what I'm doing, you know, telling my stories, talking it out, because sometimes when you say it out loud, that's when it all clicks. That's when everything falls in place. You're like, oh, shit, wait, I heard how that sounds. And good God, like, wow. So, you know, we'll get into the story, right? So after telling the last story of the podcast, you know, Mama went ahead and posted everything and then... Uh, kind of moved on with the day. Like, okay, I did that, podcast done. All right, next thing on my agenda. Well, 
got through the day, right? I got through Thursday, fine. And then Friday, I wake up and I'm just like, I'm low energy. I am depleted, but I got things to do. I got chiropractor. I'm hanging with the bestie. Life must go on. The show must go on. So I continue going on about the day, got my coffee, you know, with the bestie. We went on to the chiropractor and got cracked up, uh, left from there, came back, chilled, kiki, you know, here, smoked, had a good time. Uh, he went home to do homework, partner came home and, you know, just enjoyed the evening as is, right? But I was tired. I, again, am up to about 2 a.m. every day, like like clockwork. Friday night, I crawled into bed about 11.45 midnight. Yeah, you heard that right? 11.45 around, you know, that time frame, midnight. And I was gone. I was asleep. I was knocked out. I was exhausted. And I didn't know how or why, you know, nothing had really happened. The day was just chiropractor and me and the bestie chilling. So there should be no reason I'm this, you know, exhausted and tired. But I was like, okay, you know. Not necessarily feeling all that great. Allergies are kicking my butt. So it might be that. So let me just go on in here and go to bed and we'll face the next day. So wake up for Saturday and same deal. Same, same saga, right? I'm exhausted. I am extremely low energy. I am just like pulling myself to get through the day. So... Had to do laundry. Me and the boy went and did laundry. And then we went to and did some other errands. We went to Lowe's. Lowe's was a very triggering situation. We will get into that story, you know, sometime down the road about the previous uh, boy that I used to talk to and how all of that went to hell. And Lowe's was triggering. So, (laughs) so got through that, shut myself down, had a play date with a very lovely person that evening. And, you know, then close out the night around, again, 2 a.m. and went to sleep. Sunday, I woke up and I'm back in it, right? I'm like, oh, well, I thought this was just my allergies. This is definitely something more. Like, I'm really going through this. And let me rewind. So Saturday evening after uh, the low situation of being triggered, like, that was like when I realized something was really up, right? And I came home, I kind of shut down for a little bit. I told everybody, you know, I was going to go quiet and just needed to sit and process. And I sat in the office, you know, where I do the podcast. And I just listened to music for about a good two hours and just cried and let out what I thought was everything, right? So now fast back forward to where I was. Sunday, I wake up and I'm like, I'm still feeling down. Like, okay, she cried yesterday. (laughs) She done. Had a play date, like what is still up? And I realized that everything had not been processed and everything had not, you know, really sank into me about what I faced, right? Again, I will get into part two later because there's still a whole nother slew of BS around this job that we haven't even discussed yet. And that second portion gives me anxiety even thinking about because there's there was just so many different hurdles and obstacles that literally was burning the candle from both ends at max capacity was running myself ragged i finally hit e and then still kept going so 
beyond burnout. You know, that's how we got to the depression. I kept going. I kept telling myself, oh, you can do it. And you are trying to be promoted and you're trying to move up in corporate and you're trying to do this and you're trying to do that. So I just kept going. And by time I realized that I had gone too far, it was too late. Right. So that story has to be told as well as the behind the scenes of what was going on. Right. That's all things about work. Personal life was also happening in, you know, in the midst of all of this. And that story needs to be told. So there's all of this that all came back up and unearthed. And I was sitting there in bed Sunday morning and I'm just like, girl, this was way heavier than what you anticipated it to be. This was way heavier than you thought it was going to be because you thought you didn't necessarily need to look back at this. It was something that happened, but it wasn't where the depression started. So, um, Get through most of Sunday and went to the grocery store, hung out with the boy and him and I had a lovely evening. We smoked, we watched some American Horror Story and, you know, just really relaxed and laid out on the couch and cuddled. And that was great. That was a lovely recharge. That was a lovely revamp to kind of help me, you know, face and conquer everything else that was coming forward. And then, um... We get into Monday and I immediately message my therapist. I'm like, honey, this has been beyond hard week for me. You know, can you, you know, look at the podcast and listen to the podcast and then we can discuss on Wednesday. Uh, rest of Monday was hanging with the bestie because he comes over every Monday for this semester anyway, because he's back in school, obviously. <laughs> I just said semester. And uh, there's an architectural history class that I just love of his. So he comes over and throws it on TV and we sit and watch and then Kiki smoke whole nines. Um, Got through that, made a lovely, you know, dinner and, you know, pushed on through. Still was feeling a little down, but it was like, again, show must go on. We get to Tuesday and I am just a mess Tuesday. I am in bed. I do not want to move. And it felt like a mini relapse, if you will. I kind of went back into that depressed mode. I was refilling all of those emotions and all of those feelings from the old me, from the person that experienced Aramark and Advocate, from the person who experienced Aramark and CPS and High Park Hospitality all of those emotions, who that person was, because I had kind of put that in a time capsule and walked away. That person came back standing forward and wanted to be heard, wanted to be seen. And I didn't give myself the time to really sit with myself and give that person the time that they needed to be heard and understood for once, you know, finally. Right. So um, I power through Tuesday. I get through the day the best I can. I honestly cannot tell you everything that happened Tuesday because Tuesday is legit a blur. It, it does not compute really. <laughs> the biggest thing I remember is when got my nails done with the boy, cause that was our month and I will probably post a picture online, uh, either on Facebook or Twitter and, she got a lovely blue and pink candy, but when I got my nails done and then hung with 
the best you can all four of us sat here and watched Never Been Kissed and ordered Chinese food. So it was, again, a lovely night of recharging with all the most important people in my life that I love dearly. And got through that and, you know, went to sleep and woke up Wednesday. And I knew Wednesday I would be meeting with my therapist because I'm like, child, this has been a lot. <laughs> this has been way too much. I don't know what happened here. I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I was feeling it, baby. So um, it gets to three o'clock and her and I, you know, log on and she listened to the podcast and I was just, I was emotionally drained. I was so done. Like I woke up in a good mood on Wednesday because also Tuesday, now that I'm remembering, I went to the magic store because obviously she a witch, honey, if y'all didn't know. <laughs> uh, I went to the magic store, got some candles and I lit two candles. One, uh, a road breakthrough candle, like clearing stuff out and another for peaceful home. So I woke up Wednesday in a very good mood because I had lit those two candles and kind of stepped back into my essence because I hadn't really had any candles lit since Sunday. And, you know, it was really good. But once we started talking and I really started reliving all those feelings and just telling her everything about the weekend, like my energy dropped back down. We got through most of the session and what we both discovered is I didn't give myself time to do anything. I didn't make myself the priority. And the reason that person was so prevalent and standing forward and was screaming at me was because I was yet again doing the same exact thing that that person experienced and was doing and got myself into all the bullshit. I didn't stand up for myself. I didn't advocate for myself. I didn't speak up. I had no voice. I thought I was this bad bitch doing it, trying to work you know, her way up through corporate America, all while staying silenced, all while sitting there screaming internally and keeping my mouth closed because I got to, you know, follow the rules or they'll fire me or, you know, something, right? And it was being really hell bent on survival and that slave mentality of I have no other choice. And I did that same exact shit to myself over the weekend. Looking back, I should have cleared my entire schedule. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Rescheduled chiropractor. Told the bestie if we could hang later. Worried about laundry later. Worried about that play date later. Worried about, you know, grocery store later. All of it. I should have immediately cleared my calendar and just sat with myself and existed and listened and figured out what was going on. But I didn't. I powered through because mother, father, I got things to do. I want to make sure my babies are okay. I want to make sure I'm still getting stuff done. I put stuff on a calendar. So I'm going to, you know, be obligated to that. I'm going to go handle that obligation and, you know, just power through because the show must go on. But if you really take a step back and think about it, sitting and being still, the show's still going on. You're just in an intermission. You needed that break. You needed that moment to sit and be okay with who you are. And if you're not, like I was, taking that moment to hear what that old person has to say because they're hurt. 
trauma comes along with us if we don't heal from it. And because I didn't think there was anything to heal from, I kind of sealed this all the way. And once we reopened it, it was like, oh, wait, no, there's a bunch that still needs to be healed from. But at the same time, it was like, these have been healed, but because we haven't looked back at this, this is now all flooding forward. All of that person's emotions, all of the things that were connected to these memories all came flying back. And I got lost in the sauce. And I'm not ashamed to say it. That's why I'm telling this story versus going, you know, powering through and going to the next section or part two of the Ericard story, the Ericard story. Sorry. And taking this moment was recommended by my therapist. And I'm it's it's about listening, right? So I had to listen in that moment. I had to really take her advice and check in with myself before I did this podcast. For you that don't know, I usually have a whole ritual for this podcast. I come in here, I close the door, I smoke a little bit, I listen to music, and I get myself into this state of mind where I'm listening to myself and the spirits, and then we hit record. So part of that challenge from her this week was when I'm sitting doing that, check in, reflect, see where I'm at. And if I'm not okay, talk about it. Talk about and have a reflection episode. And here we are. Because a lot of things that, you know, self-help books talk about are, oh, you got to heal and power through. They don't talk about the relapses. They don't talk about the times where you have to pause and go back and relook at that puzzle and be like, shit, one of those pieces I already found and fell out and I have to refine it again and put it back. Then I can power forward or keep going. But if you just think that this healing process is going to be just a straight shot, baby, mother's here to tell you it ain't. <laughs> it's not. There's going to be sometimes where you got to pull off the side of the road and sit and be like, what the hell fell out the trunk? There's times you got to pull off to the side of the road and sit and just be okay for a minute. Cry, scream, yell, smoke, and get high till you can't see straight. Drink until you can't see straight. You know, don't drink until you throw up and pass out. It could be the problem. But, you know, get you get you some whatever it is you got to do to just sit and be okay for a minute. Because sometimes those pauses, those intermissions are right before the big, you know, the big scene, right? The the climax or the big finish, not death necessarily, but the happy ending. So sometimes you got to be prepared for that moment and you got to stop and sit. And then you can be like, all right, woo, Miss Sophia back, Miss Sophia home now. And then get back on that road and keep trailblazing. There's nothing wrong. I, I want to... <laughs> nail this home because it's even me talking to myself. There is nothing wrong with taking a break and taking an intermission. Part of the American dream and part of everything that we've always been taught is that you got to power through and pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you put your big girl panties on and your big boy panties on and power through. No, that is not always the case. Sometimes you got to sit and be a bum and sit in that bed and cry all day. 
Sometimes you have to sit on that couch in funky ass pajamas and eat all day long because you deserve that moment of self-care. You deserve that moment of self-preservation because no one lives your struggle. No one lives your story but you. So therefore, no one else can sit and tell you that you need to keep power on or you need to keep going to their expectations. Take a break. Take a moment. Take time to sit the fuck down and not be okay. Yeah, you heard that right. Sit the fuck down and not be okay. That's fine. It's valid. It's who we are. We are human. We have emotions. We have feelings. And sometimes those wounds reopen and we have to pull off to the side and re-nurse those wounds and heal up. And then we can continue on. Sit with that for a minute because I had to. I had to learn and talk with my therapist and be like, I don't know where I went wrong. And then all the answers start flying in. Like you didn't give yourself the time. You kept up with a schedule that should have been cleared off. You kept powering through. And at no point did you tell yourself it was okay to be in that moment. You thought you had to keep going. But again, that was the old me. The old me would keep going. The new me will take in a heartbeat, honey. Take a moment of silence. Do you hear me? Oh, perfect example. Baby, she quit a job October 7th. You think mama been back to a job? Hell no. You know why? Because I've been working since I was 14 goddamn years old. So therefore, mama deserves a break. I deserve a moment of just sitting and existing and spending time with friends and family and working on me and my healing. I've dedicated so much of my life to a job and to a paycheck and to survival and to slave mentality and to all of these traumas and pains and sitting in that shit. I ain't got time for it no more. I got to heal. I have to take this time and this moment to process everything that has happened and everything that's going on. Because if I don't, how can I be mother, father to my kids and to my children and to the people who look up to me? How can I sit here in their face and tell them you got to do what's best for you and I'm not even taking my own damn advice? So here we are again with this episode. Laying it all on the table. Laying it all on the line. Being vulnerable because I feel that's the way you teach and that's the way you communicate. I'm sharing my pain and my struggle because it's reality. You know, I would love to always present as this bad bitch, you know, this person who got it all. And while I may have it all and got it figured out and know what I'm doing nine times out of 10, that one time out of 10, I need to understand that that's still part of my 10 out of 10. It's still a part of me. And I have to sometimes sit with that one and take a moment and to figure out what that one needs and what that one wants and what's happening there. Why is it happening? What brought this all forward? Is that how we still feel? Is this a current thing? Just check in, right? Reflect. Look at yourself. There's so many songs that are always like, oh, you a trip over what's in front of you if you're too busy looking behind you. That's true. Because what you got to realize is you can't do both. You can't move forward and look back and reflect. 
you got to pull off on the side of the road, put that thing in park, then turn around and look back. That's, that's the key. That is what the world and society does not tell you. It's okay to pull off. Even in race car driving and any type of anything, there's a lane for you to pull off. That's even why you drive on the highway. There's a burn. There's a lane to pull off in case you need it. Don't be afraid to utilize that burn. Don't be afraid to utilize that side portion of the road because you have to remember, you are walking through life, but this road is yours. So there ain't no other cars. So if you don't want to necessarily pull off, baby, you can put it in the park in the middle of the street. But be okay with hitting the brake, putting it in park, and then turning around and look back. Or look in that rearview mirror and be like, okay, what happened here? Where where did we where did we make a wrong turn? Or did we hit a pothole or what, you know, what fell off the cop? Right? There's nothing wrong with that. And I will honestly tell you and feel that if we did more of that and also talked with one another, I really do believe we could change the world in no time. But again, another story for another time. Just a little 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 tidbit of knowledge mama gonna drop on you. Okay, okay. So where am I now, right? Um there is a meme that I put up both on Facebook and Twitter and it's one of my most favorite memes. It's uh a witch in a hat and it looks like the uh the wicked witch of the West, the green witch from Wicked, right? And it says, some days you have to put on the hat and remind them just exactly who they are dealing with. There's an extra portion of that too, right? And it's a portion that the world don't necessarily tell you. Sometimes you got to put that hat on. Some days you got to put that hat on. And you got to go stand in the mirror. And you got to stand in that mirror and remind yourself who you're dealing with. Because we can get lost sometimes. It just happens. It is what it is, you know? There's no book on how to live life, especially if you are trailblazing and doing something that no one has done before or doing something that you never thought you could do before. And you're pushing it for something and you're following a dream that other people have told you is crazy, is nuts, is not right, is wrong. Or, you know, family, especially again, in the POC community, especially our families will be quick to tell us, don't do a dream. Oh, you better focus on getting a job and supporting your family like all of that shit, like, yeah, we got to survive, but at what cost, right? But if that's what you've been told and you are now breaking that mold and going down this path that hasn't been explored, you're going to get lost. It's, it hasn't been explored, right? If, if, if it had been explored, you'd have a map, know, a map and know where the hell to go, but you don't. So you're going to get lost. Sometimes you're going to get turned around. It's a jungle. You don't know where you're going. You flying blind, but you know that this feels right and this is the way you should be going. But sometimes you get turned around. Sometimes you get a little lost. That's fine. You find your way back to where you got lost or to where that point happened. And then you figure out, you sit there, you re-estimate everything, you gather your wits, you understand, you heal back up. And then you figure out which way you need to go again. And then that's the way you start. And that's where I'm at. I needed to take a moment and realize and remember who the fuck I am and who the fuck I deal with. I'm mother, father, paramour. Brandon is the one who was upset this weekend, but 
now we done got Brandon together, we back to mother. You know, I'm back to doing what I got to do, taking care of me, finding my voice, speaking up for myself and being unapologetically who the hell I am. Stepping back out of that essence because whoop, she slipped into it and back into or stepping out of that estimate because she slipped back into her estimate and back into this essence, baby, because there ain't nothing like being you and living in your truth. Nobody can ever take that from you, but you. No one can stop you once you on that path and on that road chasing your dream, but you. Fear is a construct. Fear isn't real. Danger, yes, but fear itself is a construct. It's something we're told. It's something we're taught. It's something that is inherited and passed down from generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? You can't let fear stop you. If you are terrified of something and that hinders you and that makes you stop, everything that you ever want will always be on the other side of fear. So you got to run head first into that shit, bust that bubble, jump off that cliff, figure your way out down and keep going. Because you can do this. You got this. Always will, right? And that's where I'm at right now. And I needed this moment and this time and this space to share this story because a lot of people who are entrepreneurs and trailblazers and setting out and doing something new, they don't necessarily, they don't necessarily tell you about the falls. They will tell you like, oh, there'll be mistakes and hard days, but they don't tell you the nitty gritty. And if I'm going to do this podcast and be true to who the hell I am, y'all going to get the nitty gritty, period. So with all of that said, (laughs) mother is back. She is feeling good. She got her candles lit, darling. She is back in her essence. And next week, we're going to continue on, honey, with the rest of these lovely, lovely stories. And trust and believe there might be a few more intermissions on the way. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a wonderful week. As always, thank you for listening and tuning in. And I will see y'all next week for another fabulous episode of Mother Knows Best. Love you, babies. Bye.